Welcome back to the Jesse Golden podcast. We are talking about an important topic today that I've been thinking a lot about as I personally have settled into a place with my physique where do I suit or fit the quote unquote ideal that we see on social media or in the media? I do not. For some people, they might look at my physique and say, oh my gosh, I would love to have your body. Some people would say, there's no way you're lean enough for me. You don't have nearly enough muscle. Whatever your personal preference is, I am just comparing myself to what we see in the media and on social media, those that rise to the quote unquote top. And do I have any desire to continue to get leaner or focus on my physique? Now, this prompted me, and I'll share that at the end, but this prompted me to really distill down and break down seven different considerations that you might want to go through yourself when considering if it makes sense for you to continue to pursue a different physique. And this will be highly individualized, personalized, so don't compare. And I will preface this with, regardless of the where you fall within these seven different considerations, focusing on your relationship with food and leading with general healthy lifestyle habits first is always going to be my recommendation because you'll notice that some of them will be in regards to health. And okay, so rather than just focusing on the way that looks, your aesthetic, if we focus on your relationship with food, which is your mindset, and that often leads to really regulated eating habits. It will lead to regulated eating habits. And then you can dial it in even more with focusing on a little bit tighter lifestyle habits. Then we might get you to where you want to be aesthetically anyway, but we don't want to focus on that first and foremost. So without further ado, let's jump in to the seven considerations. Firstly, health status. So there are health ramifications to having, for example, obesity, having excess adiposity or fat tissue on our bodies. And for a long time, and I said this even myself, it was believed that you could have metabolically healthy obesity. And what we know now is that that can be true for a short window of time. So typically this is in younger populations who have only been or have only had obesity for a relatively short amount of time. But eventually this is going to essentially cause wear and tear on their bodies. So this can lead to things like diabetes, heart disease, etc. My recommendation for those in this population, if excess adiposity is leading to health complications is focusing on your relationship with food to get your habits nice and consistent. And then really dial in if focusing on your relationship with food hasn't gotten you all the way there, dialing in your lifestyle habits. Then you can identify if further changes need to be made. If you need to deliberately pursue, okay, I need to make a concerted effort here by manipulating my food intake, for example, in order to achieve a lower body fat percentage. But first things first, you might say, okay, I need to lose weight. I need to change my physique because my health is going to be impacted if I don't. Okay. Now, secondly, you might have a certain level of discomfort 
in your day-to-day activities due to your body fat levels. And this is something that I hear quite often when women get really frustrated by those who are in thinner bodies saying, oh, you know, you don't have to lose weight. No one has to lose weight, of course. But I receive a ton of messages from women who have overweight or obesity saying, you don't know what it's like to live in a body where I am uncomfortable just in my day-to-day activity, day in and day out. And there, I'm sure, are people who have overweight or obesity who don't feel that way. But I'm speaking to, in all of these, those who these are relevant for. So I'm not saying everybody feels this way or everybody who has excess adiposity is suffering from metabolic dysfunction. It's not what I'm saying. So apply this through the lens and the filter of yourself. But some examples that I've heard from these women are difficulty playing with their children or their grandchildren, unable to go on adventures that others in their group are able to go on. So for example, if there are people in your group that are going on really big hikes, that might be something that is limiting or doing things like uh, skydiving. That's one that I've heard as well. These are just examples where you might be limited in how you're able to live your life in the way that you want to. You are, it is your prerogative regardless of all the considerations I lift in here, list in here. It is your prerogative to choose to do whatever you want with your body. So if these things bother you, by all means, pursue changing them. Some other examples might be painful to move about your day-to-day tasks. You might have difficulty engaging in certain exercises. Okay, so you're limited in your ability to live the life that you fully want to live, and that can look like a variety of different things due to one's body fat percentage. The third one is muscle gain for health purposes. So being muscular is really popular right now for physiques. It's kind of the ideal right now where having we all know muscle in the right places right where you're having a a tiny waist and you're having a fat ass and you're having jack shoulders and all these things great that aside having muscle independent of being strong or getting leaner is beneficial to our health so there are health benefits to being stronger and then there are different health benefits to having muscle. And yes, there's some overlap there. Improved insulin sensitivity, lower all-cause mortality, can reduce chronic inflammation. And these are just a few examples of the benefits of having muscle. So both the act of resistance training and adding muscle, not always the same, are beneficial for health. And I have a full podcast episode about the benefits of resistance training, which includes all the benefits of not an exhaustive list, but a lot of the benefits of having muscle as well. So I will link that in the show notes. But so now at this point, we have health status. It might impact your health. Number two, might impact your ability and your comfort levels in your day-to-day activities or the type of life that you want to live. And we want to consider muscle gain for health purposes. So is adding muscle going to be really beneficial for your health? Quickly interrupting this episode to share the Muscle Building Course Muscle Mass Academy. This includes more than four months of workout programming, hypertrophy programming, which means building muscle, plus the education that is absolutely necessary for you to know 
in order to build muscle in the most effective and efficient way possible. So if you've been frustrated by working hard in the gym and not seeing results, not sure what you should be focusing on, or you've just been plateauing with standard templates that happen a lot for me, I would purchase a template, not understand how to overcome plateaus, how building muscle actually worked, because those are just standardized. You need to know how to tailor them to you. Then this mini course with the programming is going to change the game for you. You can find out more in the link in the description. And now let's get back to the episode. This is one of the main reasons that resistance training is a big part of my lifestyle. Even when I don't care, which I don't care anymore really at this moment in time, at this season of my life, about the physique aspect of lifting. I also don't care much right now at this season of my life in terms of the strength aspect of lifting, but I know that it is so important for my overall health and that is what keeps me going back. It is really, it's one of the best things you can do for your health. So it's a, it's a really great way to know that you're taking good care of yourself by going to the gym and lifting. Okay, so those are kind of the, the health and that includes mental health benefits. Now we can start to get into aesthetic preferences. So let's say that you're healthy physically, mentally, that you lift. Okay, so you're getting all the benefits when it comes to the health aspect of lifting and that you're able to interact in your day-to-day and living your life fully and you're not limited by your body, okay? So then we're saying, okay, now it's just simply based on aesthetic preference. So number four is we want to make sure that this actually aligns with your personal preferences because if it's just based on aesthetics, which is every woman's prerogative, you guys should know this by now if you've been here for any amount of time. I don't give a shit what you do with your body. You can dress it, adorn it, not adorn it, do whatever the hell you want to do with your own body. And that includes changing your body fat percentage if you'd like to. So do you actually want to get leaner? Do you want to add more muscle? Really sit and think about these things. If the body trends change in one, three, five years, would you still be pursuing these goals? If all of a sudden the waif look that was, I think it was in the nineties, came back in style, would you stop going to the gym? How would that affect what you want for yourself? And really sit with it and be honest with yourself. If you were on a deserted island, what would your body preferences be? And if these truly align, whatever your actions are with your own personal preferences, great. Carry on, my friend. The number five is I want you to ask yourself, would anything meaningfully change? And there's no right or wrong answer here. This is just helpful for you to really be honest with yourself about what the benefit is. And if you are willing to actually make the sacrifices that are necessary, which we'll get to in the next one. So do your assumptions about what would change in your life actually stand up to reality? Question them. An example of this would be, I would find the love of my life. Is that true? Would the love of your life love you more if you lost 15 pounds? Would you have more job opportunities if you lost 15 pounds? Now, unfortunately, these things might be true if you lost 200 pounds, for example. But if we're talking, remember, we're talking about purely aesthetic preferences here. 
is that something that will meaningfully impact your life when health considerations are off the table, your ability to interact with your day-to-day life, that is taken off the table. What will change as a result of this? And if you're just going to say, it's just the way I want to look, I will be showing up in the world as more of myself, more authentically myself. Great. When I was making my own physique changes over the last couple of years, I simply just wanted that physique. So it aligned with my personal preferences and I knew that nothing would meaningfully change. And I've gotten this some pushback on this on social media where people say, oh, well, you can't deny that you probably got some extra attention or validation from people outside of you. Here's the kicker with this. I have meaningfully separated my sense of self from people's comments on my body, positive or negative, many years ago. It's not completely gone, but when you talk about the overall pie of my self-worth, the way my body looks, very, very small in the context of how other people are perceiving me. Not a big deal. So if people think that I'm overweight, cool. People think that I'm underweight, cool. If people are saying negative comments about my body, that means just as much to me as people giving me positive compliments. In fact, I don't love when people give me compliments about my body because I want to say it's not for you. It's for me. It has nothing to do with you. And I want you, I would prefer that people see me for who I am as an individual first. And this is why when I see friends or women in my life who have lost weight and it's noticeable, it's visible to the eye, I really make a concerted effort to not touch on the subject unless it's something that I know that they've been working really hard. It's important to them. It's something that has impacted them in a bigger way. But even still, that will come after I have actually connected with them on a human-to-human basis. After I've asked them how they're doing, how their life is, tell me about your kids, your family, your career, your hobbies, how you're actually doing mentally and emotionally. Then we can touch on that that stuff if that's something that makes sense to. But ask yourself, would anything meaningfully change? Sir, you might get a couple more glances on the street. Is that meaningfully impactful to you? That's something for you to really consider. Number six, the sacrifices that you are going to make, which there will be some, align with your priorities. There might be a few months, might be six months, might be a year where you are focusing on being in a calorie deficit. You're focusing on deliberately getting leaner. Maybe you want a goal to work towards. Maybe you have a couple months where Things have really calmed down in your life and you're excited about the idea of working towards something. I know I certainly get into those moods, those mindsets where it can be really invigorating and exciting to have something to focus on. And by no means am I saying that your body is the only thing that you can do this with. You can decide to grow by learning a language. You can decide to grow by engaging in some type of fitness competition or going on trips, or deciding to call the people in your family more often. That could be a goal that you're working towards. Reading more books does not have to have anything to do with changing your physique. But if that is something that sounds fun to you, and your stress levels are manageable, if you're familiar with Sustainably Lean Academy SLA, certainly if you're inside of SLA, you will know 
that managing your stress levels is a really important piece of sustainable fat loss. So if you're in a season where it makes sense for you to be making these sacrifices, then go for it. And I do want to provide one caveat here. There may never be a time where everything is sunshine and roses and you are able to just waltz through a fat loss phase. I had a recent one-on-one client who has children and she went through the holiday season with her kids out of school and she was working. So she was full-time, full-time basically, plus during the holiday season, a lot of travel. And she moved forward towards her fat loss goal. She said, my life is not going to come down anytime soon. So I want to get this taken care of. I want to start making moves on this. And she did, and she made wonderful progress. So it doesn't have to be all or nothing, but that was high enough of a priority for her based on the other factors I already mentioned, where making those sacrifices was actually in alignment with her deeper values. She wanted to improve her health status. She wanted to feel better. And she also had physique aesthetic preferences and those sacrifices she was absolutely willing to make. It made sense for her and she was happy. As long as she she and any other woman is truly fulfilled, which you can tell if you're out of alignment with what you're doing, you're moving in a way that is counter to your actual values, you will feel the lack of congruence. And that is something for you to pay attention to. So cross-reference the sacrifices with number five and say, okay, if anything is if there's not going to be any meaningful changes here and I'm also not willing to make these sacrifices, then what the hell am I doing? And it's okay. I think people have forgotten that it's okay to not constantly be striving to change your body. It's completely okay. You don't ever have to worry about changing your body again if you don't want to. I have had quite a few women actually join SLA, Sustainable Lean Academy, which is focused on fat loss. And they go through the course and by the end, because I'm so clear on getting clear on your values and making sure that every step of the way we're aligning with your personal preferences and your values. And they say, I actually don't give a shit about losing 10 pounds. It's not worth it to me and I don't want to do it. That is glorious. Can they change their mind? Of course. Everyone's a grown, grown adult here. You can do whatever the hell you want. But you just might surprise yourself when you give yourself that permission. Now, once we get to number seven, this is something that is important to consider as well. You can get too lean for health or sustainability. So we've gone from one end of the spectrum where you might want to lose body fat for health purposes to you've lost too much body fat for health purposes. Or what it takes to maintain that level of body fat is not sustainable when it comes to your overall lifestyle values. So if you are not able to deviate at all from a lot of rigidity with your food choices and your exercise, otherwise you're going to gain weight, then that is probably not the lifestyle for you. It is not the lifestyle for you. Let's call it what it is. So if the long-term sacrifices, health sacrifices, let's say you're not getting your cycle because you're too lean. Okay. Is that worth it to you? Let's say that you have zero social life. You're unable to travel and have any flexibility because of your goals. Unless you're signing up for a bodybuilding competition, I don't know that that would be aligned for you. And I'm speaking to my population of women in my community. I don't coach bodybuilders or physique competitors or professional athletes. 
So is that something that is worth it to you? Is your health suffering as a result of leanness, is that something that is worth it to you? Is sacrificing a truly fulfilling life in order to maintain a super low body fat percentage, is that something that's important to you? Might be time for you to give up the physique goals if so. So for me personally, I really don't have any desire to focus on fat loss unless I happen to have a few months in my life, and that might happen, who knows, within the next year, where the challenge sounds enticing. This can kind of hit me sometimes after the holidays where I've been having a lot of really delicious foods and I've just been eating a lot then, and it's not coming from a restrictive place at all. It's just, you know what? I'm ready to get things moving. I'm ready for me to have a challenge. I feel like I've been doing a lot of sedentary living and I'm excited for something that is getting me motivated. That sounds like a fun challenge. Now, will that happen? Who knows? We'll have to wait and see, but I know that nothing will meaningfully change in my life. I'm satisfied with my aesthetics. And to be clear, my aesthetics are not what you see on Instagram. If I posted with you guys, to you guys, which I will not do, full nude photo of me on Instagram, you would not see what you see rising to the top on Instagram. Let me tell you that. And I'm fucking satisfied with it. Okay. I do not need to look like an Instagram fitness model. I put that to bed a long time ago. That's not something that is meaningful to me. Spending more time and energy and brain space dedicated to that isn't a priority for me. If I think of, okay, I will really need to focus and buckle down for three, let's say, months, three-ish months in order to pursue certain goals, I don't know that that sacrifice right now is something that is important to me. And within the realm of the aesthetic preferences that I have enough to where, eh, take it or leave it. Now, that's not at all to rag on women who might say, well, I have 20 pounds that I want to lose and I'm actually close to your body fat percentage. So, I mean, 20 pounds for me, I don't think that that would be healthy, but you catch my drift. You do you. I'm not here to tell anyone what to do. If you're have more body fat than me, less body fat than me, and you would make a completely different decision, the same body fat as me, I don't give a shit. You do what you want to do. But for me, nothing is going to meaningfully change for me going forward if I get leaner. I feel great. I like my physique aesthetic. It's not the ideal. It's because I decided what aligns with my personal intersection. And this is something that's important. I want you to note this down. This is my personal intersection of health, aesthetic preferences, and life values, my current season of life. That little pizza pie right there, rather that Venn diagram, in the middle of that, that is my current physique. And that's as good as it gets. And if I decide that I want to prioritize one more or the other, then that might shift. But for right now, the perfect intersection of all three of those things has given me my body that I have now. And that is wonderful. And I own it and I'm fully on board with it. So consider these for yourself. Get clear on, okay, will anything change with your health? What sacrifices will need to be made? Am I limiting myself when it comes to my ability to interact in my day-to-day activities or anything that would contribute to my overall well-being, like adventures, for example? 
Would gaining muscle actually be really beneficial for my health? Or is it simply that I have aesthetic preferences at this point, but do those align with mine? What would meaningfully change as a result of my body changing? Am I willing to accept the sacrifices that come with that? Do those sacrifices align with your priorities in that season of life? And am I asking for a body that is too lean for my health physically or for long-term sustainability, which will absolutely impact your mental health? So I hope this was helpful for you guys when really considering if your current physique is quote-unquote enough for you, not for anybody else, but for you. Would love to hear your thoughts on this over on Instagram or over on threads now that we're over there. Let me know. Do you love it? Do you hate it? I think I'm into it so far. So drop a line over there and let me know your thoughts. And do not hesitate if this has been helpful to drop a review or leave a five-star rating. I love you all so much and I will see you in the next episode.